They're even shorter timers today. Let's get back to Gatos and Chad. Yeah, last uh, week's, uh, last uh, couple days of, of the show, we got tomorrow no, and Friday. Don't be last week's. I'm very... You sorry. okay? You're not? Well, you, you pushed us back a few weeks. No, it's last couple days. Last couple days of the show. Yeah. Man, I can't don't do correct me on the show. I don't do any more weeks. <laughs> you need plenty of, I can't correct you on the show. We've been doing are? this all day. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Uh, we're going to get to Ducey uh, getting sued. Uh, real quick, Cardinals GM Steve Kime, uh leave of absence, medical. Uh, you don't have to see this. This this whole season has been such a mess with, um, well, the team is bad. Uh, but then Kyler Murray gets hurt. Will he ever be the same? We hope so. Right. And then their general manager is taking a leave of absence from his duties. It's health-related. You don't know what that is. You don't. And you just you just hope, listen, I hope he's all right. He's a decent guy. Hey, a lot of people want him out. <laughs> That's the business That's you're the in. business. That's you it. You get paid a yeah. lot of money sure. to sure. take, you know, all the stuff that comes at you. Right. And you don't get the credit you deserve maybe when things go right and you get a lot more blame than you should get. Uh, that being said, you're compensated very, right. very well. For and it. listen, we hope he's okay. My goodness, I don't yeah. know what's happening. Well, but uh, will to anybody. Absolutely. Hope he's okay, uh, Steve Kime. All right. So, uh, Ducey is getting sued. The Great Wall of Ducey, as I like to call it. Uh, the shipping containers are up at the border. Some of you think, okay, nice uh, publicity stunt. Others think, hey, you know what? They work. Actually, you know, it's slowing people down. That's what it's supposed to do. It's not supposed to just keep people out. It's hard to... No. It's going to slow people down, maybe funnel some of the migrants. They, instead of just walking over, it'll funnel them to an opening, and there's the Border Patrol. Okay. So the federal government now is going uh, to sue. Isn't it amazing? Instead of just suing us, well, you know what? What? Why can't you just work together? Well, you know what everybody likes to do? They like to sue each other. They don't want a solution. They want lawsuits. Well, the, here's the thing. Yeah. Solution ends up getting rid of the problem. <laughs> For us, we want solutions. Right. Private industry is about solutions. You want to be wealthy. You want to be rich. You want to be successful. Find a problem and then figure out what the fix is. In government, you find the fix and figure out what's the problem. There's where our money and our relevance is. And so let's not fix it. So, um... Officials here in Arizona have responded to the federal officials who are threatening legal action. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, the United States uh, Department of Interior uh, reportedly made the claims to Arizona officials earlier. We got the Department of Agriculture. They're ticked at us. You know what? I don't give a crap about you guys over in Washington, D.C. You've done nothing on the border. Nothing. You let people walk over. Uh, you've invited everyone. You're not doing anything about Title 42. It goes bye-bye on Wednesday. We're going to have thousands of people walk over, and it's all going to be legal, and that's what you federal government folks want. And now you're suing a guy who is at least trying to slow them down. Listen, it's not the greatest idea, these shipping containers. No. It's not the worst. And you know what? At least it's something. What are you guys doing in D.C.? You're just looking the other way. You're not doing a damn thing. You like that people are walking over. And in doing so, you know what? There are a lot of churches, nonprofits. They're going out of business. Think about the hospitals. Well, we talked to uh, Doug Nichols out there in uh, beautiful Yuma. Said it's $20 million so far this year as far as the expense of going to the hospital. Also, uh, Sheriff Wilmart, uh, uh, Wilmot of uh, Yuma County said the exact same thing, almost verbatim. About $20 million is costing the hospital. It gets passed on to the insurance companies, the consumers. The feds aren't kicking the money in they want. And everybody else has to deal with the problem. And eventually, you run out of other people. 
people's money. And maybe the best way for this thing to break is to just literally let it break. Stop putting a Band-Aid on it. Let's see what happens. And if this administration is going to deal with anything at all. Yeah, but if you let it if you let it break, the problem gets worse. It does get worse, but you know what else? We're just we're we're, we're slow dripping this thing. We're not stopping it. The drip's yeah. continuing to do all the damage. So why not just get it done and then rebuild it in a way that actually benefits yes, people that are trying to come here and make it a little bit easier, but also the people that've done it right and us, the the citizens and the residents of this country. Uh I have a little bit of that uh Leon Wilmot uh clip. Okay. Wait, let's play that. Just for a second, because you mentioned um, all the problems that these border towns have. I hope this is the right clip. Let's take a listen. Welcome to the program. How are you today? Oh, just another day in paradise. So (laughs) he says that very facetiously. But listen, I I asked the question. Okay, listen, I saw you on (laughs) I saw you on TV earlier today and I said, we got to get this guy on. You know, you said something really interesting. You said that Biden is practicing intellectual avoidance. So so let's go into that intellectual avoidance. This is what he told us a couple weeks ago. He's basically saying, yeah, this is what Biden's doing. Intellectual avoidance. It's kind of a shame. It's something that we're uh, <laughs> we're not surprised at is this administration intellectually avoiding their their main responsibility, and that's to serve the citizens of the United States. And what he also told us was uh, Border Patrol agents are leaving because they're seeing dead kids, dead people yeah, in the desert. 67 this year, is that what he said? Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know what, that'll take a toll on anybody. You see, you start seeing dead bodies all the time. It's your life is you, 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 your life is not going to be the same and frustrating, You'll be changed. Too. You know, the, the, every day seems to be the same. We go, we do our thing. And what do we do? We turn around, we allow them to go out. And what have we done? We basically just done some paperwork. Mm. Nothing is slowed down. Nothing is stopped. We can't enforce anything. And God only knows what the enforcement policy is going to be in three days, three months or three years. So with Title 42 going away, uh, Trump policy or it was really a health policy, CDC. We can turn people around from certain places in Central America because we didn't want COVID coming into the into the United yeah. States. So it was for the pandemic. So if it leaves on Wednesday, if it goes away on Wednesday, is can, I don't know what to expect. Do you? Do you have I, any idea? I'm what assuming to expect? we're going to get a a large group of people coming through, and I, I have a feeling it's going to be much more steady. Uh, and I think we're going to have a few days potentially of some shock, uh, you know, in, in a couple of these places. I don't know what to expect overall because I don't know what they're bracing for. Because one of the things uh, that, you know, I think we talked to a couple people in the past about, we can see people over there, but we also know there's other people behind them. And that we don't know is how big that is. Yeah. I know. I, I don't. I don't know what to expect, but I think even the president, who's done nothing on the border at all, at all, there's not one thing you can point to. I mean, when you look at back at the Trump days, you don't have to love Trump. I don't love the guy. Uh, there were a few things that were pretty good. There were others that were awful, but th- at least he was trying. At least there were, you know, the moat thing was kind of. Was uh, you know what, though, at this point, <laughs> we're putting <laughs> up trash cans and, 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 and anything we can get our hands on. Right. Let's so some maybe the moat wasn't the worst idea. <laughs> All right. Oh, my goodness. It's at least you're showing the people you're trying. You know? All right. Coming up next. Uh, 
not trying would be better than what he's doing now, because now I feel like he's just always ringing the bell. Well, people have heard that bell, and they're on their way. Let's call Kamala, get her on that. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Hey, we asked uh, Governor Jan Brewer uh, earlier today. Great Governor Ducey's time in office. Give me, so she has something good that she saw from Ducey, because his time is ending. Uh, I think in 19 days, uh, Governor-elect Katie Hobbs will take over. But Brewer gave us something good and then something that really annoyed her. And it was pretty interesting. Let's take a listen to it when we come back. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. By the way, the portion of the amazing program is brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing Electrical, two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right, so um, we get a recession next year. Possibility. 2023. 20, uh, Something to look forward to. <laughs> hey, what's going to happen in 2023? We're going to go through a recession. Yeah. Well, we talked to Elliot Pollock earlier today, Valley Economist, uh, CEO of the Elliot D. Pollock and Company. Do you ever know what the D stands for? When it co- I have never asked them. No. We no. should probably Maybe ask Maybe it's him. just like, hey, it sounded cool. Yeah. It's yeah. not really you know anything what? that's big. It's I don't just even have a middle cool. name. I'm just going to throw in a, yeah. There's another guy named Elliot Pollock who's an actor, and he already has a website, so I had to throw something else in there. So uh, what Elliot was telling us is, uh, obviously, today, Fed's raised a key rate by half a point. Yeah. What they're trying to do is slow the economy down. I got to tell you, I know what they're doing. I don't know if it's going to work, but I guess we have to slow the economy down if we ever want to get inflation down. Yes. So inflation is down now. I say it's not good. Don't get me wrong. It's not 13% anymore. No. Gas prices are lower. Absolutely. That's good. That's are good. they I think it was 17 cents since last week we've it's gone dropped, down. It's dropped. It's dropped. I paid. Do we guys ready for this? Yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> two seventy nine. Get out of here. Get out of here. I would too if you told me that. I might like whatever. We got twenty six minutes. I'm out of here. It, I paid two. I paid two seventy nine. You're not allowed to go home early. And what, check this you? out. Uh, the AMPM is like two fifty five, two sixty. But I I was driving. I didn't see it till later. You're a gas snob. You won't go to the AMPM. No, I would go there. I just already <laughs> put gas in the car. Are you? Is there like a gas station you won't go to? No. You don't care. I don't care. As long as it's okay. Yeah, they get it from the same place. I don't the guy that's there was over at the yeah. seventy six and for the right. seventy sixty with the you know the other place. We're fine. You feel better about stuff this year? I mean, we've gone through this year has been inflation, inflation, inflation. We've paid an enormous amount of money for gasoline. I think I feel like you feel better. I mean, the end of the year. Well, I'll, I'll then go further. Stock market. Stock market has been a mess all year. It's very volatile. Last two months, very good. Still down. Still down. Very good. It feels, not that we've recovered, because I'm not ready to say that. No, no, no. And you know what? I don't think it has anything to do with Biden. I don't really care. I just I just wonder, like, now that we're in December, now that we're pushing towards, you know, Christmas and the new year, uh, gas, inflation, stock market? It feels a little bit better. It right? does it feel better. better. You know, at the same time, it also feels like we're... We still feel like we, we, you know, we had those two, two quarters where it felt really weird. One quarter that's like, you know, okay, we're not quite sure what's going on, but it, and now we've got into this quarter. I still feel like though, and I say this, I think it was at the first or second Monday or Tuesday in February, as they call it the most depressing day of the year. People get their credit card bills. It's from Christmas oh. and people start to realize there's no more holidays now. It's all moving forward till Memorial Day and the summer's still several w- weeks away. And I, and I want to see what happens because I feel like there's some twists and stuff next year. So the twist is a recession. But how bad? And how long? Yeah. 
You know, is do, it, do you have any idea how long it could be? I think we're going to get a bit of a, a soft landing. I think the the point five rate today was a, a a signal that we might have somewhat of a soft landing, partly because there's still plenty of jobs available. Right, and but that, that will dry up if a recession happens. Yes, but there's so many jobs available. Even if it dries up, is it going to dry up where we go back to like eight, nine, ten percent unemployment? I don't know if we're going to get there. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be as bad as people think. So with the Fed uh, interest rate. Mortgage rates up just up a little bit, you know. Yeah. If you want to buy a car, you know, lease whatever, you know. I will say the little bubble bit. that's coming. Credit card too. It's going to be the credit cards. All right. That how? is the massive bubble. I I'm terrified. Why? Because first of all, everything's unsecured, right? All these people are putting stuff on their credit. We're carrying more credit card debt monthly every month. The amount of interest now is interest is starting to grow. It is going to be. I feel like that if there's a bubble the burst, like kind of with the housing crisis, that's going to be the one. Now, it's not going to be as bad as the housing crisis, potentially, but it could do some damage to the stock market and to uh, some financial institutions. Mm. Could. It could. I just I just feel like things are better. A little bit more confident. A little bit more confident. You know. Because everyone's still spending money. That's the damn I mean, and they can't go outside. People spending money. Everybody's right spending money. Of course, they're putting on their credit cards. Uh, That's the scary part. Yeah, you know, you're going to be pay, you're, you're you're buying something today that you're going to be paying off for the next yeah. five years. <laughs> and we're like, let's do it, let's do it, let's enjoy Christmas, and then we'll worry about we'll it. We'll worry about it in the new year because February first. Yeah, our government kicks it down the road. Why can't we? <laughs> That's not good. Uh, let's see what else is out there. Hey, who's the guy? Uh, who's the guy that's in jail now? Uh, for ripping everybody off. SBF, Sam Bankman Freed. He is a uh, crypto genius. Right. He's this all the, he's you know. He's a crook. The crypto Yeah, crook. that's what he ended up being, an absolute crook. So okay. he's going to jail and uh, he has begged the judge. Yeah. Uh, don't, you can't put me in jail. The judge is like, why? And uh, he's like, I have ADD and I'm a vegan. I won't survive. Well, guess what's going to happen? To you? That's a you problem, man. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna find out that you're going to have no choice but to survive. He's in a lot of trouble. I'd make him eat a burger. 115 years he faces jail time. He stole from dollar one, and the chances of him getting out of this are slim to none. And now they think his girlfriend, who was a massive part of it, uh-huh. is flipped and the SEC oh. lawyers have already, you know, got her and she's flipped on him and she's going to take him down. How do you use that as a defense skin? to get out of jail? I'm a vegan. That's a dumb stuff. He's a, well, you know what? He's a he's a giant man child okay. with the world child much greater on Why that. Why do people uh uh trust him with their money then? Uh because because the hype, man. They got all behind him. And plus, here's the other thing. You know, he was this altruistic kind of guy who wants the world to be great. The only reason to be rich is so I can give money away to make the world a great place. Yeah. Everybody sold on him. And the same reason he fit a perfect narrative. They gave all that money to that Theranist lady, right, who, uh, Elizabeth Holmes. And, and nobody would say a bad thing about her. Nobody ever checked in on the fact that her crap didn't work. Well, he's going to go to jail, and they're not going to give him a vegan meal. No, they, they won't even give him bail. I mean, Who, you know, who's the guy said, with the horns from uh, Phoenix that went and Jacob uh, Chansley, the the uh, the, uh, the the amazing shaman, shaman of stupidity, right? Chewbacca's illegitimate son. I trust him more with my money than this idiot. The reason I'm bringing him up is he asked for a vegan meal in jail and actually got it. But I thought he went not so much vegan. Didn't he go religious? 
I, I don't Based know. on his, wasn't it something about his mom made his meals or something? Oh, he lived in mommy's house for a long time. Well, you know, the, all the best too. Oh, geez. When Floyd Mayweather went to jail, he did the opposite. Remember, he said he wanted to get out because his diet needs a bunch of protein and a bunch of calories. That's right. And yeah. They couldn't provide it for him in jail. Uh, yeah. Did but, he get out? Nope. No, it did not work. And by the way, he actually had money and provided a service. Hey, guess what? If you go to jail, you don't get to pick what you eat. Yeah. You take what you get. More ways than one. <laughs> KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Funky on that one in there. A little space age. I like it. Let me know when you're ready. I'm fine. Two more days, guys. Then you're free of us. Yeah, is everything okay? You can go. Okay. Go <laughs> I'm not paying attention. Oh, for Pete's sake, pay attention. You got two. You got two shows to go. We got Thursday, and then we got Friday. The uh, the Christmas spectacular that we're calling it. That's right. It's our Christmas show. It's going to be fun. Okay. Um, couple things. Nineteen days. In nineteen days, we will have a new governor. Uh, and it's going to be Katie Hobbs, if you remember. So here's the deal. In 19 days, she takes over for Governor Doug Ducey. Ducey's got uh, eight years of being the governor. Yeah. And so we do something called Five Spot. At 4.15 every day, we put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about. And so Ducey, on his way out after eight years, I think you and I can agree, and we've talked about this and we'll continue, he did a lot of good things. I also think he did a lot of crappy things. And you know what? I got to tell you, that's what that's what happens. You're never going to love everything that's, that a governor Nor does. Nor should you, because that's a right. cult. Okay. <laughs> right. okay? Just Thank to understand, that, yeah. that's a cult. Yeah. If you agree 100% with somebody, right. that is a cult. And that's not what you do. So, hey, there are a lot of things I liked from Ducey, and then there are other things I didn't. Anyway, for Five Spot, we asked callers, what's the one thing that's going to stick with you? The one thing you remember from Ducey. I thought it was interesting. Take a listen. Dan and Phoenix. So what stuck with you from Ducey's tenure here? The one thing I'll never forget is his handling with COVID, in particular going MIA and then getting upset during every press conference during that time when anyone asked him anything about it. It was very petty. I, 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 he, he gets angry. Hardly in surprise. When he sent Trump to voicemail. That was awesome. That was awesome. Jeff in Scottsdale. What I'm going to remember is that Ducey, at his core, is an entrepreneur, and he's also, uh, he owned restaurants and headed up restaurant companies. And if you remember, in April, we were supposed to reopen. He actually popped restaurants open in March, which saved our restaurant groups because we were closed for a season and we were looking at being closed for a whole season, spring training, etc. He opened us up. He got us back open. Lisa and Coolidge, uh, what about you with Ducey? A thing you'll remember. I feel that he had eight years to work on the border and he waited until it was a political issue during the midterms to put those shipping containers up at the border. All right, so that was a five spot. Couple things. I don't think the midterms had anything to do with Doug Ducey putting those shipping containers no. up. It didn't get anybody to vote for a Republican. No. And it didn't get anybody to vote against a Democrat. I mean, that's he didn't do that for votes. Maybe you think differently. I, I don't think he did no, it for I votes. I don't think so. I think he's like, you know what? Uh, I've been here for eight years. Okay. During the Trump years, we were doing some good stuff on the border. And then during the Biden years, well, 
You know, we've had a couple of years and, and, and everyone's walked over now. And I'm going to put those up. And he did it for, it was, uh, 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 what do you call it? It was a um, stunt. A stunt. But yeah. it also. A political stunt as yeah. is, you know, shipping people yeah. to, you know. But uh, it put a spotlight on, well, part of it, we need a lot more wall. And he also put a spotlight on Biden's doing nothing, so I'll do something. Uh, so I disagree with the last call. First call, uh, was COVID. I thought he was terrible during COVID. Um, I didn't think he was as bad as people think. I, I don't think he cared, which is the thing that... I just think he was frustrated, and I think at that point, nobody, either you were angry that you were allowed to go into a restaurant, or you were pissed that uh, you couldn't go into a restaurant. So we can agree, there was really no win, No, but I just wanted him to care, and I, I never got that. I felt, I felt again, I felt what he thought, though, it was, everything became so redundant, right? Okay, yeah. hold a press conference, it's the same questions every day, and answers that nobody can give you about yeah. so many things. Well, again... A very tough time. Yeah. I didn't like how he handled, handled COVID. But on the other hand, I like how he handled the economy. I like that he didn't lock us up. You know, everybody, you know, yeah. not everybody. There are certain people that say, oh, Ducey locked us up. Dude, everybody got locked up at the beginning. You know, California still has their, they still have their emergency powers there. Yeah. Well. I mean, that's. Some places were really, and we always gripe about it. We talked to our buddy, the singing guy, the uh, the football guy. Remember, he was locked up literally in in Barcelona. The guy uh, who sings opera. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Former you know. ASU quarterback in uh, Spain. And, and what did he Barcelona. say? I could go out on like Tuesdays for like an hour, and that's yeah. it. Like I mean, that's it locked up. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. So again, there was a lot of good from Doug, Doug Ducey. One of the callers said he he uh, he he looked at his phone and ignored it, and it was Trump. Yeah, I mean, Ducey did his job when it came to elections, right? He certified elections. Right now, he's helping Katie Hobbs and the other party, Which right? Which is fantastic. That's what he should be doing. What you're supposed to do. That's what he should be doing. So, again, his legacy, I think, is going to be more on the good side than the bad. And, again, you have to let it percolate and breathe yeah. a little bit. And then, you know, she gets in there. If she's a disaster, we'll be like, oh, my God, I missed Ducey. <laughs> That's right. All right, Becky Lynn is up next. See you tomorrow, man. Later, brother. I like-